What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Wellness Inc. I'm Dr. Mike Moreno. We're taking a deep dive into big business of wellness. From my perspective, after 24 years of practicing medicine, and I'll be exploring apps, gadgets, discoveries, and everything new in this booming space. I'll be talking with the innovators, the CEOs, physicians, and all the experts about what works and what doesn't. And we're going to be talking skin today. And my guest is a giant in the skin. And this, this is unreal. 140 billion with the B billion dollar industry. She has shared her passion of skin on so many outlets, the doctors, MSNBC, ABC, Huffington Post, New York Times, you name it. This woman is doing it all. Please welcome Celeste Hilling. Celeste, how are you? I'm excited and I'm even better now that I'm with you. This excited. is great. This is great. I mean, listen, you are literally doing it all. And I mean that literally because you are the co-founder comma, the CEO, product formulator of the Skin Authority. Remember that, folks. Remember those two words, Skin Authority. We're going to be diving into this. I mean, you're doing all of this. First of all, how do you keep it all straight? That's a lot to be doing. <laughs> well, I have to say, you know, because you you have your hands in a million things too, but I, I think all of us, everybody listening does as well. I think it's just about passion. And more importantly, I'm kind of on fire now because this is honestly the best time to really be engaged in skin health, simply because, you know, with everything that we've done with researching stem cells, which as you know, the skin is the only body that has its own non-differentiated it. skin cell, only organ in the body. So at the end of the day, we've just learned so much in the last 10 years, not only about how to co look cosmetically more beautiful and youthful, but how to really keep skin as an organ you know, really that front line of immunity, especially when we're talking about things like COVID and vitamin D. So I, I feel that I'm more, if, if, if it's possible, <laughs> I'm more <laughs> excited to be doing what we're doing. And that sort of fuels me because you do have to have your hands in all the aspects. If you're going to be formulating, you have to be engaged in the research community. You really can't do the, in my, my, my opinion, you can't do those two things exclusively and more importantly, you have to be engaged with the consumer because, you know, we really have to be listening. The consumer designs most of our products by communicating what they need. So, you know, you really have to wear all of those hats in today's world to have an authentic brand that's engaging and helping to guide people to the ultimate skin health. Well, and you said it, you have to really listen to your audience, right? And, and we're going to get into that because you do that in a very unique way, which I think is fascinating. But I wanted to be sure, is this, a, so $140 billion industry? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, no, it, and by the way, that number is conservative. And the reason <laughs> I say that is that number comes from things that can be reported, right? When you look wow. at what's happening, I mean, right now there are over... 100,000 skincare brands out there growing every day. Um, and that's, I think that's a lot of why this conversation is important because there's a lot of noise out there, right? There's, there's a lot coming at consumers every day and a lot of people jumping in the fray. And, you know, it's important, I think, to help, we always say to help guide people who self-diagnose down the aisle of Target and Rite Aid, right. you know, to really have great education about what they're looking for. And that market will explode simply because 
one of the things we're seeing now is, you know, when we talk about vitamin D and we talk about growth factor technology, there's a lot that's going on with how you can topically administer things that maybe not today, but five to six years from now, we're not even talking transdermal patches. We're talking about true application on the skin of things that can help with your immune function. So I think you're just going to see the whole, that number just continue to explode. And clearly uh, you, you know what you're doing because, you know, you're approaching about a 200% growth in direct consumer sales this year. You know, that's, that's an amazing figure. I mean, you're talking double, that's gotta be pretty exciting. Yeah, it is super exciting. And it's also humbling at the same time, because one of the things that's important with that kind of growth is making sure we don't sacrifice the experience and the engagement that we offer. And more importantly, we don't sacrifice, you know, we formulate our products without fragrances, dyes, parabens, you know, all of those kinds of things, which means we need to do a lot of compatibility testing, a lot of environmental testing, all those things before something goes in the bottle and before we ship it. So when your volumes start to increase like that, you've got to really be looking at ensuring that all your processes, you know, can really keep up at that quality level. And a lot of the things that we produce go through FDA approval. (laughs) So there's, there's no way to speed that little engine up. So, so we have to be better and better, but I'm humbled by that. And more importantly, I think it just is a reflection, particularly with, with everything that's gone on with people working from home and being more virtual. And I know we'll talk about it, but we do something called skin coaching or a virtual coaching like you and I are doing right now, where we're looking at each other and we're having a conversation where our, our certified professionals can look at your skin, have a dialogue with you and really hear the human side of what you need, not just the database telling us this is your skin type. And I think when you make that kind of people want that human connection now more than ever. And they also want to know that whatever you're delivering is personalized. You know this as a physician, you know, what you can accomplish sitting down and listening to your patient and gauging their, how, what, how their facial expressions, looking at them visually. There's so many cues you get from that, that help you with your diagnosis and how you guide them. And I think that's what we see in that dialogue is, you know, we hear a lot about what you aspire to. And when we can take that information and work backwards, we hopefully can make it something that really means something to you and accomplishes your goals. And that leads to a longer term, higher growth business. You know, it's interesting you say that because one of my mentors, when I was in medical school, many, many moons ago, I learned that from him. And that was that when you walk into an exam room and you see a patient, it may be someone you've been seeing for 20 years, or maybe the first time you meet them, but it's, it's really right away within 30 seconds, a minute, you, you, you find a way, how are you going to relate to this person and the visual, just being able to sit and speak with these people. It's so valuable. So your techniques are amazing. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I want to talk about... Now, you were in the tech industry for years. And then you just said, okay, I'm going to make this switch to uh, the skincare line and I'm going to do this and do that. Why don't you... 
why don't we uh, kind of go back a little bit and take us through that? How do you go from one thing to the other? Like, that's pretty dramatic. Yeah, it was. And if you would have asked me back then, um, you know, if I would have been doing this, I would have laughed. I would have said, are you kidding me? No, it's so traditionally female. You know, I would not have done it. Um, but you're right. I mean, I have a technology and research background. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in Silicon Valley at a time where everything was exploding with the growth of, of really digital, everything that was digital and, and mobile technology. So um, I had the the great fortitude to work with some super talented people. And we actually developed software technology that was is the platform for a lot of what we're using today. Even talking right now, our two-way video, we developed a lot of the core technologies for mobile applications. And we, my company was acquired by Compact Computer. Oh, that's and a I went huge to, company. <laughs> well, I ended up running Compact Consumer Division software uh, worldwide for wow. nine years. And so we went from, I think, when I when Compaq acquired us, it was chugging around, along, you know, at, I don't know, 10 billion, and we were 40 billion within two years. So definitely it was momentous growth. But to your point, what occurred during that time is, you know, we were doing a ton of research. We, we partnered with a company called Fisher Prize to do development of, of uh, digital tools for children. And they, so we patented something called Wonder Tools. And the reason I'm saying this is we did, Fisher priced us all this research in the home of, you know, everything from the safety of something for children to how it impacts, impacts their health. So we did a lot of research on how the digital technology was impacting the family. And one thing that sort of came out of that process is we were learning a lot about, you know, we would encase all this radiation that is in these little digital devices. If you think about, you know, that you hear stories of an iPhone catching fire in somebody's bed, right? right? right. Um, well, you know, there's a lot of heat and radiation that's in a mobile device. And we would always spend hours encasing these mobile devices so that the parts wouldn't wear down or get irradiated. I never thought about the person holding the device. Right. I never thought about whether anything from this blue light on this screen or you know, the wireless technology and 5G emitting these wavelengths of light. Uh, what happened is some of my friends, some people that I loved and that parallel my parents and some other friends within a year all had cancers of different types. Wow. And um, all of a sudden I started looking at the environment and what impact it had because some of these people were not genetically marked for this. It was sort of what's in the environment that might be contributing and for my parents in particular, and for other friends of mine, vitamin D deficiency was at the core of a lot of um, the similarities that they had, even though their cancers were different. So vitamin D is made in the skin. So for those people listening who don't know that, it's made in the skin. It acts like a hormone. Um, and it has a lot to do with how the immune system functions. And we're hearing a lot about that with COVID, for example. Um, but I started looking at that and the more that I lived in those research labs and the more that I learned and got involved as hopefully being an ambassador for people I cared about, I learned that, wow, you know, the skin, there's so much going on in understanding vitamin D and growth factor technology and all these things that help with immunotherapy and your body performing. Why isn't a skincare company right. looking at this and really leapfrogging the technology that's today to this more advanced wellness approach, I call it, you know, health inspired skincare. 
And so there really wasn't anyone. I actually tried to pitch people to do it and they didn't do it. So, <laughs> so you put on your lab coat and your goggles yeah. and you went to work. And I went to work simply because I felt, and I, you know, was a mom, I had my child at the time and I thought, wow, you know, um, everyone should care about prevention. Everyone should care. Just like you talk about with weight and health and, you know, it, it's a big part of staying healthy and living longer. And I, I want to be vital just like everyone and right. live a long, healthy life. So I felt there was a huge opportunity for someone to come in and not only use all of the health inspired technology that's out there that applies to skin and create a new type of skincare that was really about tricking and working with your body to produce its own resources in a powerful way. Cause the hyaluronic acid, the collagen that your skin produces on its own is so much more longer lasting, so much more vital than what I could inject in you. So how do I really help that happen? And what are the things we can do to trigger that type of beautiful cosmetic response, as well as the health response that comes with making all of those things? Um, so that was really what drove me there. But at the same time, the cool thing was that digital was there. You know, I understood how to use the technology because the other part is all of that is meaningless if you don't get, if you're not educated about why it matters, if we, if we don't really, cause if somebody tries to sell you four skincare products and get you on a routine, and that's what most people do, you don't really understand why it's beneficial and compliance, as you know, as a physician, compliance is 99% of the results. So it's, it's how do I convince you to be compliant and do it every day? And if I can give you those sound bites that hopefully get you to understand the why, then you'll do the how every day. And so that was really where the technology and coaching could help us have a dialogue to hopefully hopefully share what we were learning. Well, and that takes us health. that takes us to what you do and how you do things. And you know, I think the customer service and initially, and this is free that you offer, yes. right? I, yes. So take me through this. Uh, let, how would this work? So let's say that I, I am an individual who wants to go through this process. Tell us how we would do this and, and kind of describe the process because this is fascinating. Yeah, and, and there's all kinds of entry points to it. That's even more fascinating because we partner, you know, we sell direct to consumers, but we also partner with amazing medical spas and, you know, day spas and resort spas all over the world. And so we, this, our coaching technology is accessible in all of those places. So for example, in places where we're at retail, like Pharmaca, you can go in and there's an iPad sitting there and you can push a button or you can take your, your phone and you can push a button through our Skin Authority, My Skin Authority app. And you can basically immediately be connected with a, a, a certified coach. And you could be standing in front of the shelf saying, which of these is best for me? No and we way. can do a consultation and help you pick the right thing off the shelf because I want you to go home with the right thing, you know, the thing that's right for you and to be educated about that. So that that's how we sort of transform retail. Um, but in a COVID world, you know, we also, you can go on to skinthory.com, you can download our app and it says connect with a coach and you can choose, you know, do you want to have a two-way video chat? You can push a button and be able to have that happen. Do you want to just talk via phone because you're not sure you want someone to see you? You can click a button and it automatically connects you through a cell line. If you want to schedule a time because you're not ready and you want to get home, you can click and put, you know, schedule an appointment. So at the end of the day, it, through skinthory.com, you can schedule all of those things. But also, um, you know, the power of it is that 
what we find is right now I'm looking at you, right? And as someone who formulates products, I might, and has spent many years auditing all kinds of aesthetic classes, you know, I might look at you and say, hey, I really want to fix that 11 sign. You don't have one, but that 11 sign. It, well, no, it's there. It's just the glasses are covering it up. <laughs> but, you know, I might say, hey, I want to fix that. And then I might ask you, hey, if I have a magic wand and I could solve something for you in this conversation, what would it be? And nine times out of 10, it is not the thing our professionals are looking at. It's really? something else. Yes. And the, every coach will tell you that they'll say, oh, see this here? And you're like, no. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it's what matters to you that is important because that's how you your self-esteem sees you in a mirror. And so... The coaching session not only gives us a chance to visually see and assess your skin and to hear what you have to say, but it also gives us that soft data that says what you think about yourself and why this is so important. Because at the end of the day, this is about your self-esteem. Everyone cares about what they see in the mirror. And just like you talk about weight being a part of that, people perceive how others perceive them through what they see in that mirror. And I think we know that if we can make you feel better about what you're seeing in that mirror, it will have all kinds of halo effects for other aspects of your life. So those coaches really listen. And, you know, when you think of now, so, you know, Zoom, the whole idea of Zoom, I mean, we are, I've never looked at myself in the mirror or in, you know, on a video screen more often than not. We, we were talking about this before that, you know, we are, now more than ever aware of what we look like all the time. I think we're mostly just like doing our hair and running out the door, mm -hmm. but now we're actually looking at ourselves in meetings. It's happening all day. So right. I can totally see, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still stuck on that, that point you made about the one thing that people want to <laughs> fix is the thing that they weren't. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fascinating to me, but it makes well, sense. But it's what you're saying too, because especially if you're around people who, you know, are super active, not only on Zoom and for traditional things, but with social media, where you can filter everything, you know, immediately. So people want to walk around. They now expect them, their face to and their body to look filtered the way it does through technology. And when it doesn't, they're extremely self-conscious and and truly self-deprecating in that way. So I think for us, we've learned that, you know, the most important thing we can do is sort of give you that immediate cosmetic pop. So literally I tell every chemist and I drive all my chemists crazy because I go in and I say, nope, if it doesn't make a change upon application, we need to start over because people will not give it time. So you have to you have to get them to see that change and then you pull them in with the health part. Um, so I think it's really about, you know, giving people that, but more importantly, you know, also being able to say, hey, look, you know, in the long run, everything you see that's not looking beautiful cosmetically is just a sign of your immune system not functioning properly at a skin health level. So let's correct all the health pieces and you're going to see that the cosmetic piece just starts to fall into place. And the beauty of these conversations that we have is we build a relationship of trust and then we can start to guide them. Right. When you think about lifestyle change and whether it's w losing weight or uh, starting an extra, whatever it is, and that's the kind of the world I deal with. The one most important thing, in my opinion, again, this is a fact, my opinion is confidence. 
self-confidence. When you give somebody the confidence that they can lose weight, that they can get healthy, that they can lower their blood pressure and sugars through diet and exercise, that they can change their lifestyle, that confidence level is a, a fuel to the fire. And so what you're saying is absolutely critical for everything. And, and I, I mean, it makes perfect sense, but I don't, well, I think what's great about what you do is I don't think this is happening in the skincare world very often. No. And, and, you know, let's be honest, this isn't cheap, you know, like when you look at it, most of the world is moving towards, and you know, I'm a technologist, so I love technology, <laughs> right. but they're using technology to scale out the most expensive proposition, which is the human, right? Right. So at the end of the day, you're right in that most things are going to, to some form of AI, robotics, database mongering, where I can replicate through a bot, you know, this, this conversation. But what we're doing is very expensive because we're putting the human in the mix and we're using technology to scale human knowing versus the other. And so that's why you don't see it being done a lot because it costs a lot, right? It's, yeah. But at the end of the day, what we see, and you know, I, I say it all the time, you quoted our growth, but outside of that percentage growth is also our average order value is three times the average order value of another brand on the market. And wow. a lot of that has to do with when you see results and someone's giving you something you need, then you're going to invest. And there's no, no one more important to invest in than yourself. And they're real, and you know that. And I think that we see that, yes, do we earn money through the first sale with you? No. But we do over a lot over an, uh, you know a year or two years begin to really turn see that turn when we when we keep you and we have a seventy five percent retention rate of people who've been buying our products over five years that's crazy um, and and so what it says is not and I'm not saying that because we're wonderful it's that we just understand that we need to earn your trust and we need to earn the right for you to stay with us and we work hard to do that. And we also work hard to be your skin authority because we don't want to take the place of a physician or a dermatologist. What we want to do is make sure that you're, the average person right now is spending, average person is spending over $2,000 a year on skincare products. Um, and some people are- Ouch, the higher, that's a lot the of higher, money. <laughs> well, the higher end people are spending twenty to 25000 a year. Wow. So you the prestige market- when you look at that, that's a big investment. And we want to make sure that you're investing in things. And everybody has the story of the counter under their sink that's full of things they throw away that don't work. So I think in a time where people care about value, you know, we want to make sure that what you're selecting is going to work for you and that you're going to want to do it again and again. And that's what that human connection lets us do. But we also are automated in so many ways. You know, we just started something called Facial Club, which we I'd love to take credit for, but I didn't, which is all of our customers are like, gosh, you know, I can't go in and get a facial because I have to wear a mask. And right. why, why wear a mask in a facial? You know, we're just massaging my eyes, you know? So they said, can't we do, can't you develop your professional products in a way that we can do them at home. So we started Facial Club, which sends a pro facial home, but a coach takes you through the facial like this so that you're not doing it yourself. We're guiding you through that outcome. But technology lets us do things like that that are super cool that make sure you can still have that human expression of treatment. 
So let me ask you this. So let's talk a little bit about the innovations. I want to get into the the kind of the ingredients and in, like mm-hmm. where, do, tell me a little bit about the research. Like where do you find your, re, like how do you do that process? Yeah, so it's really different today than when we started. So when we first started, as I shared with you, I was doing a lot of vitamin D research and actually growth factor, uh, human growth factor uh, research. And two immunologists and oncologists, I was on the board of Scripps uh, La Jolla. They were doing some research on sutureless healing with wound healing and with growth factors that are just crazy because it's affecting all the skin around it. And they said the area around it is completely rebirth, but we don't know what to, we don't know how we would commercialize that. And, uh, and I said, well, I'll take a look at it with you. So we started looking at that and obviously I was like, well, I can help you commercialize it. You know, so you know you're like, okay, in- now I'm on the yeah. board. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on the board. Now I'm doing those things. And more importantly, what happened is, you know, it's, as you know, the research community is fairly tightly knit. So a lot of other people started coming and saying, wow, you know, here's things we're working on and what can you do? So we sort of created almost a co-op of a lot of the great biotech companies. And, you know, San Diego is one of the largest oh, biotech markets. One of the biggest. They're everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. yeah we have over 1500 life science companies. So, you know, it, it is an amazing place because once that started happening, we started working with UC Irvine's regenerative labs, which is where the growth factors for Harvard har- uh, harvested. And, then the vitamin D lab. So it just started just kind of moving forward. So our vitamin D technology, our SGF4, which is human growth factor technology, all about immune system and the body sort of seeing itself and healing and getting its function back to, um, you know, the technology I'm the most excited about. Think about it like a topical spacesuit for the skin, because just like a spacesuit protects astronauts from radiation, but also gives them life support inside um, you know, right now, f- over 51% of our environment is our, our is light coming from our devices and infrared, you know, coming from our wireless technology. So we're bathing in the equivalent. This is not a science term. It's a celestism, but we're bathing <laughs> in the equivalent of sort of six suns, you know. So instead of just worrying about the sun we get when we go outdoors or that's coming through this light in this hotel room, it's also about you know, how do we deal with the light that's coming from our devices? And we're finding that our children, because they're being educated, you know, virtually, as well as gaming and connecting socially, are spending over 20 hours a day bathed in that light. So you would never send your child onto the beach for 20 hours unprotected. But we're unprotected in this streaming light all day long. But you're right. We so, don't think of it. We yeah. don't look no. at it like that. And you mentioned something about growth factors. Let's. Can you just maybe talk a little bit, spend a minute or two talking about what are growth factors? Because yeah, I don't so think me, a lot of people know. And I think also because we talk so much about stem cells. And so everyone sort of thinks stem cells are, are the magic potion for everything. And the reason I say that is, you know, what makes stem cells so amazing is they can become whatever they're programmed to be, right? right? Which is what, so So I always, I always use the analogy of an iPhone. You know, I tell people, hey, you know, you go and you get your phone, you buy it. And when you take it right out of the case, does it work? Right. No, right. <laughs> you, you have to program it, right? So they, they activate it with software that tells it it's an iPhone versus a Samsung. Right? And then it also tells it, you know, here's all my applications. So I always tell people growth factors take on that role similar to what you see with applications where it's a great way of looking at it, you know, and it, and, and it, and the reason I like to use that analogy is because not only 
you know, just like you have your phone that has Bluetooth and games like Angry Birds and, you know, and YouTube and all these things are different. But also at the end of the day, you have to every now and then do a software update, right? Because as things change and your body gets exposed to the elements and age and whatever drugs, whatever else we put, I don't mean drug drugs, but like prescription things that we take or whatever we may do with our bodies, you know, you, you, every now and then that's why your cells start to mutate and they don't communicate at that same level or function at the same level. So what's beautiful about growth factor technology is if we can sort of re-infuse that programming sort of encourage those cells to think like they did and behave like they did when they were younger, then it's sort of like giving a software update to your phone. Everything works better, faster. And we see that with skin cells. So our SGF4 isn't every growth factor family in the world because we were only able to find four families of growth factors that truly impact skin and how skin works. So we basically isolated those and we're able to put those into topical applications. And it is amazing um, the change, the cosmetic change that you see in the skin. But the good news is for people that have chronic conditions like, you know, vitiligo or things like, you know, rosacea that are chronic or hyperpigmentation where they have it, you know, and they just struggle to fix it over time. Um, you know, if we can get to give you that cosmetic pop and your lines or fill and your wrinkles go away, but you use that every day, over 72 days, 90 days, you start to see a reduction in these chronic conditions as well. And over a year, you look dramatically different. So what about psoriasis? Psoriasis, is that something that you deal with much? Yes, psoriasis, we deal a lot with. And our vitamin D technology with psoriasis, because, you know, psoriasis and alopecia and vitiligo are all vitamin D deficient conditions, you know, eczema. And so when what we see is vitamin D deficiency doesn't cause it, but when you're vitamin D deficient, it exacerbates it, right? Right. So what we find is that if we can help, and so how does topical play into vitamin D? Well, the way topical plays is that, you know, we referred earlier, vitamin D acts like a hormone, right? So when you, you know, your skin needs D to make D. So when you're exposed to UVB, which are the shorter rays that burn you, um, they interact with this D serum that lives in your skin and it chemically creates more D. Right. Well, Converts it, right? Right. To the active, useful. Correct. So if you look at it, you know, if your skin needs D to make D, but it is a hormone, what happens to our hormones as we age, right? So we find that the levels in the skin are decreasing just the way our hormones decrease all over our body. And at, at the end of the day, I could run around naked. I hate those commercials that say, go in the sun for 10 minutes and you're going to make your daily dose of D. <laughs> well, that's, that's true if you're 10 or if right. you're 15. But if you're 35, 40, 45, 60 south, you know, I could run around naked all day without sunscreen and I'm not going to make as much. And if my skin's darker, which acts like a pigment to block those UVB rays, it's going to take me longer. And especially if I'm aging and darker. So that's why we see people with type three, type four, type five, darker skin types tend to be, you know, 90% vitamin D deficient. So, you know, what we find is if we can topically apply D, we don't ever apply it and say, oh, it's a supplement or you're taking this to improve your D levels. That's not the claim. But what we are saying, it's like anything else. If we can just trick the skin by having D on the surface of the skin and accessible to light, 
it doesn't act like a supplement, but it helps the body trigger that behavior that causes, just like it does when you put sunless tanner on and it makes you look darker in the sun. So we have had such great results with that. And it begins to address a lot of those chronic skin conditions like eczema, psoriasis, where they've been using prescription drugs for a long time, but yet they still have these high reoccurrences. So if we can, you know, combine a very, very safe topical therapy that helps boost that. We see tremendous movement um, in a lot of chronic conditions that really are egregious to people. So um, that's, I'm a huge fan of vitamin D. I'm a huge fan because I, you know, everyone I know who's had cancer is like, you know, super aware of the importance. And so it's another thing like our skin suit, which protects you from blue light. I feel like, you know, if we can boost your immune function with vitamin D topically, and we can protect you from environments with things like skin suit. Wow. And then reprogram yourselves to sort of behave younger. You sort of have that triple threat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, vitamin D is, I, I love that you're a big fan of it because that's a huge one. You know, as a primary care guy, when we do our, our panels, right, our blood panels um, annually or whatever it may be, and you check for blood sugar, cholesterol, thyroid, this and that. Vitamin D is one of the top on my list because I'll tell you, and it's kind of interesting because I, I would say, you know, I've been practicing 23, 24 years. When I first came into this, vitamin D wasn't a big thing that we checked. But in the last 10 years, 10-ish, maybe a little more, it's it's become a big thing. And I will tell you, when I started checking vitamin D levels, I would say... of people, maybe more, were vitamin D deficient. So, you know, the question is why? Is it diet? Is it nutrition? Is it avoidance of foods? We don't know. But the bottom line is, you know, replenishing that. And what we typically do is we give people a weekly high dose to fill the tank. And then I tell them, this is something like a multivitamin. You're going to take 2,000 international units or 3,000, whatever it may be, daily, forever, because we fill those stores and then we deplete them rather quickly. So mm-hmm. I love that you're a fan of vitamin D because I am too in, in the wellness spectrum, in weight loss, in nutrition, absorption of minerals. It's so critical. And I love that you're passionate about this in skincare. And I, I think a lot of people miss the boat on that. Well, and I want to support one other thing. The beautiful thing for me and the reason I am so passionate, as you know, the one way you test your D is through a blood test, right? Correct. So at the end of the day, when you're doing things topically, you really don't have many people take you seriously because they always say, oh, you know, it's anecdotal. Like, what can we really prove about what happens topically unless it's through a dermal patch or, you know, something like that? Well, what's beautiful is we were, this study did not occur here in the U.S., but we were able to be part of a study in Dubai where they actually use strictly a topical application and drew blood and took, and of course, like you're saying, because there they wear garments that cover them from head to toe, they have dark, dark skin and, but they're in a desert. So you're like, how can, how can, and to your point, 79% of the participants were vitamin D deficient. I believe it. Yeah. We drew their blood in the beginning and they underwent six weeks of a topical application. And, and this was, because these women were infertile. They were, it was really about fertility and vitamin D deficiency that they were researching, but they wanted to try and elevate the levels of D. 
So the only thing they did was a topical application. The D had about 5,000 IU kind of application in the surface, um, the surface of the skin, and it was applied daily um, to hands and face. So basically at the end, they waited for another four weeks to draw blood because what they wanted to see was if they were producing more, would it still be doing something after the topical application? So uh, we went from, the, the study group went from about a 13, some of them were 12, 12 to 13, to a 37.6 with just topical wow. application. So And 30 early, is normal for, for, for those of you out there who wonder what a normal level is. It's typically 30 or more. Yeah. That's, and so so it, was, it went to a normal level. Yeah, it went to a normal level. And we were able to, you know, do stuff follow-on tests. So that's now initiated about, to my knowledge, there's over 45 different studies going on now in this area to really see, can we help that? Because one cool thing about it is it's cheap. You don't need it. high levels of prescriptions and things that people might not be able to afford and you can do it. So we're not there at all. And this is not in any way FDA approved or whatever, but I'm just saying this is the future. I think we're going to see, because the beauty of IMD when you can draw blood is you can really be able to show that you're making a difference. Exactly. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What is the future for, I mean, I, I mean, you're fascinated. You have all these things and I love it. You're so in line with just, it's not just cosmetic. Like, look at me, how how pretty I look. It's, it's much deeper than that. It, it's the psychological element. It's the physiological element. So many things. So what is your big prediction for skincare in the future? So let me add one thing that's cool to your point. When right. your vitamin, when your vitamin D is sufficient, 72.5% of your dermis is collagen. Do you know wow. how firm that is? So it goes back to when you're healthy your skin is cosmetically beautiful, right? right? So that's more than all the Kardashians inject together, right? Right. So you you can look amazingly beautiful when you follow these things. So the future is really about, you know, right now environmental protection to me is, and I think it's growing when you look at the American Heart Association, when you look at the Diabetes Associations, they're all looking at, you know, how your environment, because everybody says you should have a genetic profile and you should have an environmental profile that sort of shows what do you live in every day, right? And those two things together help to determine what your health markers can look like and where you can go. So think about how do things in your environment come, come into you? How do they come through to you? How does pollution get into your body other than just breathing it or coming through? It comes through the skin, right? How does sunlight, blue light, infrared, radiation, how does asbestos particles in the air? You know, all of these things come through the skin. So, and it's not just what you eat, like you said. There are. It's like we inhale, we are exposed environmentally, we eat. Um, I know another big thing, vitamin D is important in absorption. So there's so many elements. I mean- it quite calcium, honestly, right? calcium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, osteoporosis, you were speaking about mm -hmm. that, you know, very, it's a big thing for all of us more so for women, but vitamin D and calcium is something that most women menopausal should be on for life. And yep. you, you think of all the things that happen with low vitamin D and osteoporosis and hip fractures, you know, the, the cost, I mean, there are so many things. So it's, it's so refreshing to hear that, that you, you have this, this passion about this because uh, it gives me hope, I have to say. 
Well, and I also think we have a great tool, right? We have the medium you and I are on today. You know, we have a way of making sure that this doesn't stay in the labs. I mean, the whole reason Skin Authority started and the whole reason it came to be was that I thought, oh my gosh, how can all of this exist and no one know about it? Like, how can, because we don't have to wait. I mean, the beauty of topical is that, you know, we're not making claims that we're making, you know, we're, we're, curing cancer. You know, we're coming in and saying, hey, you're going to be cosmetically beautiful. And oh, by the way, if anything we do moves your health north, good. Yeah. You know, yeah. We'll, we'll take the credit. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take the credit. And I think the reason I say that is you don't need, you know, 50-year empirical studies to move that stuff forward. And I think at the end of the day, I'm excited that we can, if I can just make somebody, you know, one person not be in a place, you know, take something as simple as skin cancer. You know, we have 21 million new cases of skin cancer in 20, in 2019. than we had in addition to the 5 million, you know, that exists. So when you look at it, it's crazy that we, a cancer you can see, that's a cancer you can see. We have not been able to do it. Yeah. You know what, uh, Celeste, thank you. Celeste Hilling, uh, I mean, we could go on for hours and hours. I mean, this is just, I, I love the passion. I love the fact that this is much more than just a pretty face. This is really diving into it deep. So where do we find you and where do we find Skin Authority on social media? Let us know. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Yes, yeah, skinauthority.com, easy. And we're at Skin Authority on Instagram and Facebook. And definitely, you know, we'd love to hear from you. But more importantly, we would love to help. We don't charge for it. I just, if you have a question, call and ask if we can help you stay healthy and well. And more importantly, um, you know, I'd love to do more things with you because as we look at, you know, the whole body, the whole person, it's so important. So I feel just so honored to have an opportunity to share and to be part of your journey too. I can't thank you enough. And thank you so much for saying that. This has been so much fun. I appreciate everything. Hopefully we'll see you again. We'll talk to you again. Yeah, well, we're San Diegans. We got to get together. That's right. That's right. Okay, everybody. Well, thank you, Celeste. And uh, everybody, don't forget, subscribe, download, and listen to Wellness Sync with me, Dr. Mike Moreno. I always have guests that will intrigue and challenge the listener to learn about the growing influence of wellness in our lives. So stay in the know, everybody. Don't miss Wellness Inc. Take care. The Wellness Inc. with Dr. Mike Moreno podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional. Thank you.